Hello everybody, it's Marcy from wavesofcommunication.com. Welcome to another episode of the Language Facilitation Helpline podcast, and thank you for tuning in today. The fastest results come when you enjoy the process of language facilitation. I'm so grateful that you have joined me here on my channel. My name is Marcy Melzer. I'm an intuitive speech language pathologist and language facilitation coach and consultant. And I use my platform wavesofcommunication.com to equip and empower parents all over the world to teach the late talkers in your life how to share their wisdom with the world using spoken language. And today I've got a mindset video for you. What we're gonna be talking about here on World Gratitude Day is this idea of how you can and should be grateful for your child's speech delay. Now you're probably saying, Marcy, what do you mean grateful? My child's speech delay has caused challenges in my life. It causes me worry. It causes anxiety. It's causing them to have failures and struggles in their life. So you may not see your child's speech delay as something that is very positive in your life. However, you know, whenever we do energy work, that's when we really have to use what we call radical acceptance of you have been given what you've been given. You've been given the opportunities. You've been given the situations. You've been given everything in your life. And why not use everything in your life, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the issues that cause the problems in your life? Because when you're grateful for them, that's when you get to the point where you see them as blessings and lessons for you to learn from. So, okay, so now it's time to get into these five reasons. Again, we're gonna be, I'm gonna be sharing with you five reasons to be grateful for your child's speech delay. And the first reason I have is this one right here. I've got a little video. So the speech delay and the resulting nonverbal communication have triggered an awareness in you, caused you to have new information and awareness that something's not going right. And so now that you are aware, you know that inspired action is needed to change the path. The first thing to be grateful for is that we know there's a problem. It's not just, yeah, let's see, and maybe it'll catch up, or, you know, maybe it's not a physical, environmental, or mindset issue basically is what it is. And now that we know there are these issues and you're aware of them, now you can take inspired action to solve them. But if you're in denial about that there is a problem, that the child is late and they do need some intervention, you may not want to do the intervention that is recommended, the ABA therapy or whatever kind of therapy, but make no mistake, your late talker needs you to take new action to help them. And without understanding what the problem is, you won't know what to do and you'll flounder around. And when you really dig into the root cause of your child's late talking, physical, environmental and mindset things, you know, you can learn all about that in the books and the workbook and the courses and all of that stuff. And when you realize 
what the, those blockages are, now you know how to make a plan. All right, so let's look at the second reason for you to be grateful for your child's speech delay. Parenting and caring for a late talking child is an opportunity for you to develop a higher level of human connection, not just human connection with your late talker, but human connection with everybody. Because what you'll do is through your process, you're going to develop your intuitive ability to analyze everyone's communication behavior, the facial expressions, the words that are not said, and look for the messages behind those things. Now, you wouldn't necessarily develop this skill if you didn't have a late talking child. You might just rely on your child to tell you what's going on. But this is your opportunity to develop this because I promise you, it's not just your late talker who uses nonverbal communication. All the reading between the lines that you do when you're communicating with your partner or you're even reading between the lines when you look at advertisements that scroll across on social media and you are reading between the lines and looking at the real message, not just the face value things. With your late talking child, they don't give you face value things. So you naturally have to develop this. And I promise you, you're not going to be only using it with this child. That's what is so cool about having this experience of being on a language facilitation journey and you can be grateful for it. Okay, let's talk about the third reason. And that is that your child is showing you the concepts and skills that they need to feel happy and successful during everyday activities. And they're doing it through their gestures. Like she's reaching to grab and this mom's like, yep, I know you want hugs or you need connection or you need me. You can see over and over and over again, this mom smiles because she knows the message. And that's because this late talker uses this message often, the arms out and the facial expressions. And again, your child is showing you the same thing and through their behaviors you are figuring out and so what you have the opportunity to do now because late kids who are talking they don't necessarily show you over and over and over what they want they may be but you might not even be used to paying attention to it but because of number two you are and because of number three now you can use your familiarity with the child's habitual nonverbal language because they make up their own and they teach you to understand it and so you're going to use that to interpret their messages and teach them the words to use instead because that's how we are in the process of shifting and motivating the lay talker to shift their nonverbal communication behavior into spoken language. That's the process of language facilitation and this intuitive connection. It allows you to read this language and literally phrase by phrase, come here, I want more, I don't like it. Those phrases you have the opportunity to turn into language that you know. And then as those phrases evolve, and they turn from just the gestures and you might get sad, no, more. And you might get, yeah, 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 buy my, my, mine, gimme, gimme, gimme. You know, they're not phrases and sentences, but when you get the little bit of what they're using, then you can turn those into longer phrases through your models, right? So 
the thing that you have to be grateful for is your lay talker is communicating with you every single day. They intend for you to understand these messages. And a lay talker who does not have speech to yell at you from the other room, they're going to be in the habit of coming to you more. And you'll be in the habit of reaching into that language facilitation zone so you can understand what's going on and how to help them. And you're not wondering and floundering around, I wonder what my child needs. And you're not Googling online and looking other places. You're connected with the lay talker and learning from them. So it saves you time and energy and money even wasting time on things that don't matter to your child because of your intuitive connection they're late talking they're telling you what they need and a talking child may not they you know remember if they're in a comfort zone where yeah we're just kind of moving along and life is good and they don't have these problems that they're sharing with you all the time i got a problem i don't i'm frustrated i can't communicate this i need your help i don't understand how to do this i don't i feel afraid to join the social situation i need you to model these things for me that's the stuff that the lay talkers are communicating with you every single day. And a speech therapist would never have the opportunity to see those messages all the time. In fact, that's what I have to do with my clients is I have to pull it out of them. What is your child telling you? What have they been communicating? What kind of messages are you receiving? Are they telling you stories? Are they complaining? Are they trying to get you to change how you're doing something because they don't like how you're doing it? What are you hearing, right? with your late your child's late talking nonverbal language that they have gifted to you you learn more than you can even ever get from their speech as it develops so remember you're tuned in because you have a late talker and that's what's so great about this situation this is another thing that is super cool about having a late talker when you use the reach and teach strategy awareness of your child's unique interests they love water they love mud right and you can't keep them out of the water and mud so with language facilitation and a late talking child they continually tell you i love water and i love mud because they won't leave it alone right and so you have the ability the opportunity to engage in fun trial and error learning that helps them learn all right so what if there's too much water or what if there's too little water or how does this mud feel on my toes or I don't want to have mud on my toes. Maybe that's good for you, but I don't want. And so your child realizes that not everybody likes water and mud, but still you let them use their water and mud love and even their avoidance. Let's say they don't like water or mud and they don't want to be wet or dirty. You use those things to be able to teach this child because they're late talking, they're telling you and they're unique. They don't learn like other kids. They're not telling you, I wanna do X, Y, Z. They're doing things in a really unique way because they're not in the habit of imitating your speech. Something blocked that process. They are in the habit of making their own, projecting. They're projecting, 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 projecting all the time. And a child who's talking, who already has 
a comfort zone level of the ability to share all their messages, they're just going to nag you and say the same words over and over again because they know you understand the words. That's why late talkers will do the same. They're spinning everything or they're balancing everything or they're throwing everything or they're watching things fall like that. And they show you over and over again, this is how my brain works. And that's what's so amazing about this process is maybe all the stuff that you were Googling about isn't applying to your child. But again, your language facilitation journey, when you decided, look, something's wrong and I've got to figure it out. And then you took on the responsibility to do that. Now you're learning. You're learning stuff that you couldn't even find on Google, that the therapist could never tell you. And you have opened your world to knowledge and because you're using the weird goofy stuff that your kid likes and you're like you know what you can teach this in an alternative way the reason that that standard therapy session wasn't working for my child because they didn't help see it from my child's perspective and your child always 24 7 is trying to get you to see things from their perspective okay all right now the number five reason and this is the most important one for you is that your work in doing this, in facilitating attention following, pop out words, imitation of your speech, all of those things that you observe your late talker doing because you facilitated them, that's going to increase your confidence in all other areas of your life. You will incorporate the strategies that work best more often and you'll see faster progress because you know what works because you trusted yourself, you trusted your process, you trusted your connection with this late talker and you didn't waste your time worrying and feeling ungrateful and trying to push this experience off onto a therapist or a grandma or your partner or somebody like that. You have been given this opportunity to be on a language facilitation journey because your kiddo is late talking. And the language facilitation journey, just like my weight loss and relationship codependency stuff that I've been doing forever and ever and ever my whole life, right? You know, if you believe that we chose our parents, I chose lesson learnings from the very time I was born. And if you can relate to that and you understand, I promise you, through your connection with your late talker, you will find ways to heal those patterns and stop them from moving forward. Those things that your parents did to shut you down, to oppress you. If you find yourself tempted to do those with your late talker, this gratitude process will help you stop it. You'll get rid of it. You'll be done with it. You'll see its lack of value and you'll give it up for new strategies. That's what you have to be grateful for. Thank you and express my gratitude to you, all of you who are following me, all of you who get it, who you understand the idea of your intuitive connection with this late talker is the most important thing. When you create the language facilitation zone, then you can learn everything you need to do to help them. You'll learn how fast they need it. You'll learn what exactly they need you to do. They'll learn. You'll learn how fast you need to talk, how slow you need to talk, how much you need to give them because 
when you're grateful for your child's challenges and you take the responsibility to being the one to join them and help them overcome them, the process will take you everywhere. With a whole range of waves of communication resources, from free content to customized coaching, you now have access to everything you need to elevate spoken language to infinite success. You are welcome to get your journey started with my 11-week language facilitation journey to speech workbook. You can access this workbook and all of the language facilitation resources on my website, wavesofcommunication.com.